Greetings and blessings to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Brother Reinhold from Christian Media Ministries Australia. I pray that this message of eternal life will change your life circumstances so that you become a blessing to others and healing will prosper your soul. Today's message is A Faithful God. It would take countless pages to fill books with the faithfulness of the God of all creation. His name is the Father of Rain, who gives faithfully rain in every season to the promises of his word. If the earthly government of people would apply the scripture to Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their lands. Then in that instance, rain would come upon that land and the drought and famine would be broken. His name is Everlasting, the God of Israel. Whoever touches his people brings a curse upon himself or upon his nation. Hitler had to experience it by ending up with a bullet in his head and the total destruction of his kingdom. In the Middle East, the nations attacking Israel will experience the same fate. His name is Rock of All Ages, the Great I Am, who appeared before Moses in a burning bush and gave him the authority with a wooden staff over a kingdom reigned by Pharaoh to release his people. His name is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, leading his church into the final battle before his appearing in the clouds. His name is Jesus, who is the final authority and the judge of this earth, who came to earth as men for the sins of mankind to suffer for them on the cross, so that men could have eternal life. He is a human manifestation of the Father God. Then only through him is forgiveness of sin and the healing of man's illness physically and spiritually to become whole again as the original purpose of his creation by the power of the Holy Spirit. The God we are talking about is the same who created you and me. Listen to the singing of the birds in the morning when they praise the Father of all creation and give praises to him. They experience his faithfulness, then he feeds them every day without the assistance of a human hand. His faithfulness is displayed in the assignment of his angels to every human being, who are guarding them until their lifespan is over, but bringing in their life time many situations where they have the opportunity to recognize Jesus as Lord and Savior. They cannot see them, but surely they are there. He is a God of the widows and of the orphans, of the poor and forgotten. He is merciful and ever ready to forgive and heal. Look at the eagle, the symbol of power used as an image by every kingdom here on earth, created Zohar, 
far above human influence and does not beg for food, but takes what it is. Just try to question the lion authority over his pride, and you will experience the full extent of that power to defend what God has given him when he created him. God is God, and has not to answer any question of his faithfulness. It is explained fully in the creation itself, by any creature, whether in the animal kingdom or in the domain of man, by man himself. Romans 1.20 is telling us for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his external power and Godhead so that they are without any excuse. We are surrounded by the so-called goodies of society, who are thinking that in every action of their vain gestures of so-called wisdom lies the answer of life. All their vain explanations are contrary to God's wisdom. It is in the education of the offspring, or in the explanation of God's faithfulness, utterly distorted by experience of their own. Because they did not adhere to the two royal commandments, Love thy God with all thy heart, and love thy neighbor as thyself. They love the God of this world, what is a bad counterfeit, and not worthy of any consideration. That every adverse of God's goodness is displayed in him. He is the opposite. Hate, deceit, violence, murder, and the whole perverted nature of a disobedient spirit, affecting everything what is in his pathway of destruction. Then the God of this world is no other than Satan or Lucifer, father of lies, and a murderer trying to impose himself through false religious spirits as the real God of the universe but is all the time exposed by the things he touches as false and destructive. The faithfulness of the God we believe in is displayed as a cross, the symbol of suffering, in the loving kindness to forgive, in the never-ending love to heal, to restore, the God of peace, of silent suffering, of ever ready to help, to encourage, to empower. Every action of war, every action to kill, every action to destroy is crushing his heart. He is a God where the unconditional love frees the prisoner from the past crimes. He is a God where the murderer, before he gets executed by his guards, extends mercy of eternal life to him freely. He is a God who welcomes the child, what is aborted by his mother, that the soul is eternal, in the moment it is created in the womb of a mother. That same goes into everlasting life, even when killed by the ignorance of men. Every aborted baby is with him, and educated by angels about the grace of the Almighty God. The soldier who goes into the battlefield before he goes, if he commits his life into the hand of Jesus, he is saved. And even if he dies, the Saviour will welcome him. War is not created by the Lord of compassion, we know. 
It is created by men in his desire to conquer and to glorify himself above God's commandments. Not to kill, but to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, sinner men, you have heard these things, not by accident, but by divine appointment. And I ask, and ask yourself, I like to know this faithful God. What do I have to do to meet him? Now, the Bible is very clear. It is saying that we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, according to Romans 3.23. So God has created four spiritual laws by which we must be saved. In Romans 10.10 it is saying, For with the heart men believe it unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. He that believeth in him, according to John 3.18, is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So what shall I do to be saved and have eternal life? Romans 10.9 is telling us that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. My beloved friends, God gives us always a moment of reflection because we are confronting eternity. Your angel is standing beside you to protect you from many other influence. There will be music and afterwards the opportunity to invite Jesus into your heart. If you pray that prayer after me, then you most certainly shall have eternal life. Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. My dearly beloved friends, if you have prayed that prayer, we most certainly like to hear from you. Send us a short note to prayer at harvesttimeradio.com so that we may send you some material regarding your faith. You can also go on the internet to heinzharvesttime.org 
for more sermons and prayer support. I will pray now the blessing of the Almighty God upon you. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Mm-hmm.